out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another another episode of Hear Me Out. My name's RJ. My name's Blay, and this is the podcast where two best friends, RJ and myself, try to become better friends by selfishly trying to get the other person to like each other's hobbies. Every week we have a different, uh, shall we say, issue, oh, a different yeah. expert, and the loser of today, RJ and myself, will have to donate to this week's charity. RJ, what is our charity this week? This week's charity, I tried to think of something kind of sciencey to go with because we have kind of a sciencey topic. But you love science, so how is this hard for you to find? It wasn't hard at all. This okay. I've actually donated to this before. Uh, okay. Probably on this, this is my podcast. favorite charity. Yeah, yeah. it's my best. It's uh, the Honold Foundation. They support Ooh. solar energy access for people worldwide. Uh, your gift will help advance solar energy access for low-income areas around the world. If you guys oh, want to donate, great. you can go to Honold foundation.org so it's kind of a cool charity i will say every week i do feel like kind of a dick because it's like only one of us we're like well only one of us is going to donate and like every week is a great charity so like one of us is withholding money from a great cause but you know what we're the worst so i guess that's appropriate yeah uh so what is the issue today what are we talking about today so today it's kind of a weird one. Bear with me because I, I feel all right. So I'm gonna, full disclosure, I feel almost too dumb to argue this, but that's why we have an expert. That's why we have an expert here. Frank, uh, get, get, I'm going to be honest, man. That doesn't narrow down. The list. <laughs> it could be anything. Sorry. Let's be honest. Uh, but I'm going to try to convince you that we should clone ourselves. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and uh, to wow. do that, we've right. got a amazing, we've got an amazing guest, Dr. Alex Danis. Did I pronounce your last name right? You did. Yes. You did amazing. Uh, so so you have a PhD in genetics. Is that correct? That is correct. I spent way too long uh, studying DNA and RNA and heart disease and trying to figure out how we can use genetics to both diagnose and treat disease. So I'm all about DNA. And while I haven't done any uh, cloning, as we think about it, typically cloning is actually a word we use in the lab to copy DNA all the time. So it is not actually unusual to hear someone in the lab say, oh, yeah, I'm doing a bunch of cloning today. It's a very common thing. Cloning expert. So let's talk about cloning just for realsies for a second before (laughs) in scientific terms. Let's talk about it for realsies realsies. Uh, before, you know, we get into any kind of asinine like actual debate. And uh, I convinced Blay that we definitely should clone ourselves. Let's talk. Can you explain some of the different ways we use the term cloning? Because like I the first thing that comes to my mind is other than sci fi, like just duplicating ourselves. The first thing that comes to my mind in science is like uh, the sheep. I can't remember the sheep's name. Dolly. 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 Yeah. 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 So like what? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, that's kind of what it is, is it's this idea of making another copy of someone or something. And so, yeah, Dolly made huge news back in the 90s because it was the first mammal cloned using something that we call somatic cell nuclear transfer. And I don't want to get too in-depth here, but what I actually learned is that Dolly was not the first cloned mammal or the first cloned sheep. Uh, What? They... 
I know. Scandal. scandal. I know. Absolutely scandal. A couple years before we had done it using like a slightly different technology in two sheet, but Dolly is the one that we all know and love. And so the idea is that we had a sheep. It was an adult sheep. And we took uh a nucleus from actually one of its mammary cells, which is why the sheep was named Dolly, because if someone has some famous mammary cells, it's Dolly Parton. And so Whoa. we took. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't that. Knew that. Named what? after Dolly Parton. I so gotta we say, took, that's that's great. That's a great joke. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, the naming behind science things are fantastic because scientists are absolute like weirdos and nerds, which is why I love us. And so we'll go off on the craziest yes. naming conventions. Bunch but of we mad took, lads. yeah, exactly, exactly. So we took a mammary cell from a sheep, and we took the nucleus out of that, put it into essentially an egg cell from a different sheep that had no nucleus and grew that in another sheep so that we had a clone of that original sheep. So we made, we took an adult sheep and we made another version of it. And this was the first time we had done that successfully was back in the nineties with Dolly the sheep. Now, is there a reason that they used sheep? Like, is it a simpler DNA than other mammals or was it just like, the le- the most humane animal we could think of cloning first. <laughs> Why did they use a sheep? So it was done at the uh, University of Edinburgh, which I believe studies sheep. Like they got a lot of sheep in Scotland. Oh, okay. um, yeah, and it, yeah. And so it is another sort of large mammal that is not a primate because often that's a lot harder, um, both you know, logistically and ethically to start cloning primates, though we have done that now, too. Um, Whoa! Yeah, but we but we use things like sheep and pigs because they're pretty good stand-ins for humans when we're trying to do stuff. They're like another big, large mammal. So sheep are good for that kind of stuff. Whoa, that's crazy. I mean, so the thing is, like, they cloned a sheep, and it sounds like they just did it just because they had a lot of sheep. So they're like, look, <laughs> this is going to take two or 300 tries. We got all these sheep in the backyard. Yeah. Let's just start working through them alphabetical order, you know? like. <laughs> but also kind of weird that they picked the thing that they had a ton of to make duplicates of. <laughs> well, but think about it, though, right? Like, if you have a big agricultural investment in keeping sheep, like keeping the best sheep, keeping, you know, the sheep with all the best characteristics to make more wool or to make more sheep meat. Uh, you know, if you're going to do an <laughs> agricultural thing, like maybe you want to create more of that one perfect sheep. That's true. It is kind of funny, though. It's like, God, there's a lot of mosquitoes in here. Let's make more <laughs> Let's mosquitoes. Make more. Exactly the yeah. same. What yeah. are what are some of the what now? What are some of the limits of cloning? You said like primates are. Harder, obviously, because they're more complex and ethics, which, you know, whatever I say, just, you know, <laughs> let's just do it. Uh, but, uh, you know, let's Frankenstein it up, man. Let's go crazy. Oh, but um, what what are some of the are there limits now to what we can clone other than ethical consider- considerations? There are. So we're slowly knocking those hurdles down one by one as we learn more about science. But for a long time, it was very hard to clone primates at all. Um, And there have been attempts at doing the very preliminary steps or looking at could we potentially clone a human? And there are some biological impediments. So one of the things that uh, when you have two parents whose genetics come together to, you know, create a new embryo, the way that the 
DNA is sort of tagged or imprinted is slightly different coming from sort of a biologically male parent and a biologically female parent. And that imprinting and that sort of uh, coding is important. So the way that the DNA is sort of tagged coming from each parent is important in humans. And so it's actually really hard to take an adult cell that doesn't have that kind of tagging and now try and create a new human from that because we're not getting these sort of specific like sex cell specific imprinting marks on the DNA that are like, yes, go create a new human. No, we're certainly there are people looking at ways around that um, and trying to turn on or off those different markings. But at this point, I mean, we've cloned sheep, we've cloned mice, we've cloned frogs and ferrets and horses and camels. And And that's just uh, what Gary's been doing on the weekend. (laughs) Exactly. Back in his home lab. Just what should I do next? He's crazy. (laughs) Well, we that's always a good question, right? It's like, what do we do next? And one of the big ones that just made the news recently was the black-footed ferret because the population of them out in the wild has sort of gotten genetically small. But we have cells from a ferret that I believe died about 20 years ago. And they made a clone of that ferret who was from 20 years ago, who had a more diverse genetic background so that they can start to introduce those ferrets into the population and keep them genetically healthy. So there there's sort of some de-extinction flavors to this, too, of could we de-extinct some extinct species by making clones of them? Whoa, Jurassic Park vibes. Don't, I, listen, God there, damn it. I listen, knew you there's, were I know, I wanted I to jump to on it before, before you two, but let's be honest, if there's one animal that I'm fine with going extinct, it's probably the ferret. My cousin had one <laughs> growing up, and they scratched everything, they yeah. ran up the walls, yeah. one of them stole my aunt's groceries all the time. Wait, what? Get stole, out of here, ferrets. And then it was driving a car? How do they steal the groceries? She would bring them home and then take... She, they, Don't leave your keys ferrets. under the mat, the ferret will get right. it. Um, that's, right. that's that's really interesting, and that is really cool about the de-extinction <laughs> thing, because obviously yeah. that's a huge thing, is like when you're, you've got two white rhinos left, there's only the, the a gene pool of two. Um, it's fascinating that you say the thing about the human DNA. So the human DNA basically has like markers that won't turn on or off unless it is. Wow. That's so interesting. It needs like a key card from each parent to unlock the DNA or else what? Like I'll grow up without any limbs or something, or it just won't activate. Like when you say it won't take, what does that mean? Like. Yeah, so what they've seen so far is that currently there are a lot of sort of ethical limitations on how far you can take sort of doing this kind of thing in humans in the dish. And the limitation is about 14 days, uh, or actually I think that is the limit, is like you can't do these experiments out past 14 days if you're trying Whoa. to do like this sort of... Like you can't keep a human embryo in a dish for 14 days? That's yeah. ethically the line that we draw? Yeah. Whoa. Yes. Weird, why? Um that is a great question for a Just bioethicist. So yeah, the well, yeah, yeah. That was what said to Moses about the holy petri dish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fourteen days is just the end of the line. Um, but they they have found that it would actually be difficult to take it past that point just because, you know, things aren't starting to develop correctly. Like there is okay. a moment there where something's just not going quite right. Got it. They're getting gray hair too early. They're getting into comic books. They're not talking <laughs> yeah. to people. They yeah. really like playing Doom in the basement while listening to Green yeah, Day yeah, yeah. Yeah. back in Michigan. Their name is Aaron Blair. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. That, that's fa- yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Wow. Dang. I guess uh, like I will say it's nice to know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Arjun. No, 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 no. 
No, I was just going to make a dumb joke, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to ask a question. Blay Blay likes to ask this question sometimes, but I, I'm so interested. It through your research, is there anything that has like just surprised you in you know as a scientist or as a science person? What's like the most surprising thing you've come across where you're like, oh my gosh? I mean. It's a daily thing. I have these moments every day. It's my favorite part about science is just having my mind blown. But for me, and I think sort of kind of relevant to this to this conversation uh, was CRISPR. So CRISPR really popped up, you know, seven, eight years ago now, just as I was starting grad school. And it's a method that we have of editing genes and going in and changing genetics in a more precise way than we ever had before, which made research so much easier and made going into a mouse or a fish or whatever we were studying and changing its DNA so much easier. And, you know, now we're trying to use towards human diseases of can we go in and if you have a gene that is causing some sort of disease, can we fix it? Can we repair it? And that just the concept of that to me is wild that we can do that. I, I'm this. I I don't want to go down a rabbit hole. Although I am I am digging a hole uh, for us to go down. Which is, how does that work? Like, what you are using CRISPR? What does that look like? Are you putting your hands into robot hands? Are you typing stuff into a monitor, and then it, it, robots are doing stuff with eyedroppers? What actually? How does? What do you? What do you mean? Yeah. So the great part about genetics is that everything looks the same. It's moving clear liquids into other clear liquids over and over. Um, And so it does not look very fancy at all. Uh, So it's like test tubes and eye drops, basically? Yeah, it really is. So what I did when I was using CRISPR in the lab, because I used it for a short period of time, is you have a small piece of DNA that you put into a cell and that cell, it tells your cell how to make the actual CRISPR proteins. So these are like little molecular scissors and you give it a tiny little guide and say, hey, once you're formed, go find something that looks like this and cut it. And so you can tell these little proteins where to go in your genome and make cuts and based on. Yeah. Yeah. And you can you can so you can disable a gene or you can say, hey, once you've cut it, repair it with this other chunk so you can insert something in there. Wait, hold on, hold so on. So this is the on. thing where you could like change your eye color if you wanted to, right? Something like that? Or so, is that something that hasn't sci-fi. grown yet? Of something that hasn't right, grown Right, right, right. You could say, right. So easiest would be something that hasn't grown yet. Um, the thing with eye color is eye color is controlled by many genes, but it's funny you bring up eyes because one of the clinical trials on CRISPR right now is looking at an eye disease that's caused by a single gene. And so they inject the CRISPR molecules into what? the eye and try and actually go in into the eye cells and cut that gene that is creating this eye disease and repair it. Wait, and for like a... For like a, a, a fully grown yeah. human person? Yep. Wait, fully so grown wait, adult. What? what? So I could I yeah. could go CRISPR on myself what? and try to cure a and I have a retina disease in real life. I could try oh. to cure a retina <laughs> yeah. situation in my eye, but not by using medicine to kill the disease. Instead using CRISPR to change the gene makeup in my body. Yes. What? Yeah. Oh my RJ, wait, dude, I'm coming over next week. We're crisping with zip, yes. ziplock please, bags. Please don't do it droppers. yourself. No, we're gonna, gonna crisp say, it. No, we're gonna no. We're gonna crisp well, it. Dr. D, we're crisp. Dr. We're D's crisping. coming. We're crisping. I cannot, 
I cannot uh, support home crispering at the I'm moment. I'm just going to start squirting stuff into RJ's <laughs> eyes. We'll figure it out. Put some twigs in there. Crisp it up. Crisp. No it up, biohacking please. on my watch. None of that. Time to crisp. Time to crisp. Oh yeah. Oh my. And it's called biohacking. That's so cool. That's well. So cool. Hey, what are you what no. are you doing this weekend? I'm just biohacking, doing some yeah. crisping. Oh my god, yeah. that's cool. Coolest thing ever. Yeah. Jesus. Can I well, ask you, know you what? what? I was just going to say, can I ask you uh, to to just take one quick little step into sci-fi land? Can I ask you what your favorite sci-fi cloning thing is? Is it like uh, Gattaca? Is it, do you have a favorite movie Gattaca's where, where this happens? Yeah, I do really like Gattaca, not because I think it's like the most amazing piece of filmmaking ever made, but because I think it really tackles all the questions around this of like, what Mm. happens if we can decide people's DNA before they're born? What does that mean socially, culturally, ethically, biologically? I I think it actually does a really good job of tackling those questions. So I do like Gattaca for that, that I think it really dives into like, gosh, if you're the edited person or the unedited person, like psychologically, what does that mean for you? What how do you feel? How do you interact with the world? And I think, you know, beyond just the sci fi coolness of like, oh, we can do this. I think those questions are super cool, too. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. I never saved any for the trip back. You're like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, listen, this is fascinating. Yeah. Uh, RJ and I are going to do some crisping, little biohacking, you know, over the next few weeks. But until we get to that point. RJ is going to try to convince me with the help of Dr. Alex to, I guess, clone ourselves? We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Welcome back. Uh, We're here with Dr. Alex, who is helping us out. Uh, We're talking cloning. And I have some, I mean, I have more or less five arguments that... That I can just we can jump into, but I want to define what I'm talking about about cloning first. Okay, and it is the sci-fi version of cloning. Blay clones himself into Mm -hmm. another person. That doesn't mean he can't. We can't birth it. Uh, You know what I mean? Like we can't like the sheep way, but it just grows up pretty quickly and quickly becomes. Similar to Blay, if that's mm, kind of like a, 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 a Michael Keaton multiplicity, situation. <laughs> a multiplicity thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we're we're cloning and also speed growing is what you're well, telling me. Yeah, speed growth. Call speed it whatever growth. you want, Doctor D. <laughs> um, but the what a dick. <laughs> how, hey, hey, Doctor. Has anything ever been that? This is just another question. Has anything ever been cloned that hasn't? Like, do you have to birth? A clone? Does that make that's sense? A, like, that's a great question. That's a really good question. Yes. So when we think about cloning, where like you're going to take one of your cells, you're going to take the nucleus, which contains all your genetic information out of that and put it into something else that's going to grow. I believe that all of the ones we've done so far have then been birthed. Like it, it, you're not going to grow it in a test tube somewhere. You're going to have to have a surrogate that will then birth that clone. Yeah, it's not a, right. it's not a gremlin thing. You can't pour, you know, CRISPR on somebody and then they're <laughs> popping off clones. All right. All right. Cool. So we'll find a host to take <laughs> take our cells or whatever, and then oh we'll uh, we'll make clones. So point number one, eat. This is an easy point. Blaze is going to say, oh, this is such a lazy point, but it's not. It's a real point. And it RJ, is, king of the lazy have, points. 
a clone, you can get more done. Just ask mm. Dolly the sheep. You have a clone, you can get more done. Dr. D, you're giving me a you're giving me a look. I want to hear what you have to say. Dolly's, so, Dolly's doing double the sheeping right now. That's right. She's doing double the sheeping. <laughs> well, I want to I want to ask a question about your clone scenario here because okay. all right, let's say let's say we can make a clone and I'll give you the super speed super fast growing. Uh, but the problem is that your clone isn't going to know everything you know. So do you just have a body that looks like you but it's has the intelligence of like a 1 month old? Excellent question wow. and that was my question for RJ. <laughs> Look, I have a, as Liam Neeson would say, particular set of skills, friend. You can't just clone this. Wait, experience you're me and talent. You're telling me that you can clone, you can change the the eye disease in my head, but you, but if you <laughs> clone something, the memories don't get transferred over. Why not? No, no, because imagine you're telling the body like how to physically cool. build itself. But all those memories, everything you've learned, all those connections in your brain come from experiences. And so there's sure you can take like an fMRI or an anatomical map of your brain but we don't have a way to then translate all those connections into mm. the another person's brain those aren't stored in the dna those are built over time you fool no okay you that's fine fool that's fine but i could also get like if if we had if blay had a a three-year-old version of him that is oh, super God. grown <laughs> Oh, Lord, <laughs> not incredibly different than what he is now, but yeah, like okay, so. So me as a clone, but you could change. You could train a clone of yourself to get stuff done for you. Clean I see the what house, you're saying. go get stuff. You, you know, just all to, the to promote the argument. Stuff. To promote the argument, let's just say brain scan too. But you know what? <laughs> I'm with I'm with Doctor D on this one. You, it's a you're, it's a fool's errand, but I see what okay. you're saying. I could get more done. I understand what you're saying. Fine. Okay, okay. All right, let's let's. Move away argument from that. one. Let's argument move away one. from that because, of course, I didn't really think of the memory thing here. But here would be here would just be my. OK, we'll go. Do you want me to respond to that? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. My response would be. Why would a carbon copy of myself want to do the things that. Because I don't want to do. Yeah, oh. but like the things that I don't want to do, I'm just going to be like, well, now you do them. I'll be like, well, I don't want to because I'm the same person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not going to make it better. To do the same, like same thing, like oh, I got to do spreadsheets. Okay, hey clone, you do it. No, fuck you, you do it. No, but you do. You want know what to, I'm like, saying? But yeah, I know what you're saying. But you do want to clean your apartment, and you do. It's want, clean, by the way. Do I don't need, need a to clone for that. Get, I just need groceries. an 11 month pandemic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm no, you're right. I, I understand what you're saying. Get more done. I can write a sweet rap tune. I can make some yeah. sweet flicka, flicka, flicka beats. Yeah. You can make and the then beats also and the lyrics some, all at the same time. Yeah, write some romantic, you know, 19th century poetry. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I could do both of those, right, all at right. the same time. Okay. All right, so point number two is you have a, and I, uh, I don't know if this makes complete sense. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> oh, this is the thing that doesn't make complete sense. Okay. okay. As humans, all of us, one of the things we want to do, where is this going? One of the things we want to do is leave our stamp on the world, right? As humans, yeah. we've evolved to yeah. breed other humans. Legacy. Legacy. So, if you have a clone of yourself, that's twice the opportunity for old Blay to be leaving his stamp on the world. 
You know, I don't know, man. I got to. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You got to. If you can't do it in one, you don't deserve to do it. <laughs> if you can't do it in one, that's cheating. You're just getting another shot. Dr. Like, D, does that make sense, though? Would it would that actually count? I mean, I feel like you're getting to like a philosophical question here of what are yeah. you like? Are you your DNA? Are Just you your whole person? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what are you? Because would it be Blay number one and Blay number two? Or would it be like, well, Blay number two built a building, but Blay number one still did nothing with his life? Like, would <laughs> Blay number would, would the clone's legacy be bigger than your legacy? Like, who who are you? Yeah, that's I, what I'm that's trying to talk big about. Big question. Love it. Yeah. Alex, that's a great question. And here's here's honestly, man. And this is if you want to go dark, we're going dark, which is. <laughs> I already hate myself. The last thing I need is like another me proving what a piece of shit I am. Like, I, like, dude, I had all the tools you had, literally the exact DNA no. you had, and I accomplished something great. God, you're such a turd. No, you, can't, you could have done this. Whereas like now it's a thing of like, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't accomplish X, Y, and Z because I just don't have the genetics. I'm never going to be LeBron James because I don't have the genetics. What if Blade 2 does become LeBron James, then I'm like, well, Jesus Christ, now I'm worth nothing. Yeah, but that's just looking at it with a bad attitude. I think you could reframe Bad or that, accurate. Could reframe bad. it and say, look at me. Look at my genetics. Look at all I can accomplish. But dude, you and I are very similar. Would you think that way? No, you would Maybe. not. You would, fuck off. You would think the same way I'm... Can I tell you this? I would think it more... <laughs> The more clones I had. <laughs> when I get to eight or nine of me around because here, because then I'm building like an army. I'm building like an army of me's, oh, and we're just god. going out and changing the world. Oh my god! Because here's again, I don't know what side of this argument I'm on here, but let's say you do make a copy of yourself with the same genetics, but now you get to raise it. And so you have mm. all your life experience that you're imbuing into this yeah. clone from right. like the future so it's almost like future you coming back to smaller you yeah i don't know yeah in a certain way it's like having a child without getting to have sex with a woman so i guess in that way maybe i should have a clone because otherwise it's hopeless for me the other the other way is impossible so there, all right there are some species that do reproduce asexually if there aren't like significant good mates around i believe there are some lizards that like if there just aren't any good like males around the females will be like well i'm just making another one of me that's what we're doing (laughs) this year how by the way how arrogant and pretentious is that species of lizard that they're like eh, no one's here up to my standards and then they just decide to like (laughs) reproduce themselves like nope you guys aren't good enough you guys don't like star wars as much as i do and they just make another one of themselves. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. All fine. Right. I get. Okay. Next okay. Argument. So Let's going go. along with what with what Doctor D is saying here, Alex. I'm sorry we keep calling you Doctor D. By the way, that's um, fine. I don't cool. mind. It's not, you sound it like a professional fun. wrestler, though. It is yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, kind of going along with what you're saying about like raising our own clone. What point number three is? What better way to like get to know ourselves than spending time Ooh. with a genetic copy of ourselves, even if it's younger and we can raise it and all that stuff. Yeah. 
I really, I, I, this argument is right in my sweet spot. I love this <laughs> because one thing, I don't know about you guys, but, and I could talk about this kind of thing forever. I'm obsessed with identity and like that stuff and who we are. Yeah. But as we grow up, I, I hit a point where I became like, like self-aware or something, you know, like where I remember thinking like, oh, I'm doing this because of X, Y, Z. And my parents are therapists. So I think that's part of the reason. Like emotionally, I was like, I kind of was like, oh, I understand why I'm upset or why I'm not whatever. I would love to know myself, even if it's just a DNA clone, really young to see how I would act in certain situations. You know, like, for instance, here's another, I'm just going to very quickly say another thing, which is I grew up. My mom, at a certain uh, point when we were kids, got a VHS camera, a video camera. Yeah. And this is different than today. Obviously, we all have video cameras all the times on our phones. But there was a time where I didn't, I wasn't in front of the camera. And in the first couple videos, when we went back and watched those home movies, my sister and I are, are were very shy. Very shy. We don't want to talk and all that stuff. And you can see the progression of us getting more and more extroverted and then me becoming a raging dick, which I am now. (laughs) But but it is a really interesting thing. So I would love to know myself before that happened. I think that's a really good, you know, Alex, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really interesting question of like nature versus nurture, because you're going to have the same genetics, the same background. But you could I mean, this would be highly unethical, but you could take a bunch of views and put them into a bunch of different situations and be like, who could I have been if I'd had this route or that route or that route? Or like, what would I do in these situations without having to subject yourself to that? Um, I think would be (laughs) fascinating scientifically, but wildly unethical. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Ethics has gone out the window. Right? <laughs> pretty we're not, much. We're not ethical here. Which brings me to my next which brings me to my next point. Have you ever seen the movie The Island? Is that With the Ewan one? With Ewan McGregor? Yes. Yes. Which and, is based on a book called Never Let Me Go. Yeah. It's really cool, uh, Dr. D. You should oh, check it out. I've read Never Let Me Go, but it's, I haven't seen the movie. The movie. Well, you know like, what it's about. Though. Not great. Yeah. Okay. But it's a cool idea. Basically, all these clones, people are being cloned in order to uh, make healthy organs so that the real person can live longer. Yes. So along the same lines, basically, Blay, you are very health conscious. You are uh, to a T you. I feel like you would do the maximum thing to be maximum healthy. True. And this is right. In that wheelhouse, taking ethics out of it for a second, harvesting my own organs from another me, making other use to harvest your own organs so that you can live more optimally. Interesting. You know, I've actually, you know, I live a weird (laughs) life and think weird thoughts. I've never thought about this ever in my life. And I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't. (laughs) Um... I don't know. That's a good question. At first blush, I feel like I would not do it right. because it's another me, dude. It's but me. We've me. Ar- no, but we've already decided that you don't have any mm. memories. You don't have. Yeah, it's not really but it's you, me. I, but it's also me. It's me. I couldn't <laughs> stop it from being me. You know, like even though it's a dumb me. OK, let's take me. let me let me let me argue this with you. If let's say you're. Uh, Let's say your foot 
was constantly cramped. This is such a stupid argument, but let's say your foot is constantly cramped. Hate foot. And in order to make your foot not cramped anymore, we have Mm -hmm. to take one of your kidneys and put it in your foot. You yourself, no clones involved here. That's taking one of your organs from you and putting it into Uh, your body to cure yourself. Just, I'm just throwing it out there. Like a, like a skin graft. That's something. Yeah, sure. But that's not, you know, that's not like a real ailment or anything, but I'm just giving that as an example of like, I I do. Okay. I like the idea of like a refillable bucket of meat. Okay. (laughs) I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't like is like taking like the heart from blade right. too. throwing the other use in the trash after yeah right. yeah right like uh-oh alex is like into it oh, no. well so so i'm gonna throw an example at you what if it wasn't something like a heart but what if it was like a stem cell transplant right something that in. that person would I'm regrow i'm in yeah 100 percent. and are so, you saying with crit we can crisper up a new heart is that what i'm saying well, what I what I'm saying is that there's actually something called I don't know if this is the best name for it, but one of the common names for it is a savior sibling, where if oh, you have yeah. a child who has Whoa. some sort of disease like leukemia or something that could be cured by a stem cell transplant, you could do pre-implantation genetic uh, diagnosis, which is when you look at sort of IVF embryos and pick an embryo that would have the appropriate characteristics to provide that for your child and have another child who would be a good donor for some of those kinds of things. It is of different legalities in different places. I just looked it up quickly. The UK has ruled that ruled that it is lawful to use Um, in Australia. Some of this Testing is fine by on a case by case basis. So like this is a thing that can be done is having another mm. kid who can donate things to that first child. So what if it was like that? What if it was just, you know, you have another you and you don't kill the person like you don't take out their heart, but like right. maybe they donate something you need. <laughs> but yeah. just like so stuff they can regrow, right? Like their yeah. hair. Or like yeah. Stuff. yeah, I'd be into that. It's more about like the I don't want to I wouldn't want to disadvantage myself. You know, like another. No, movie. no. And my argument yeah. is the opposite. You would only be yeah. you're you're like getting bonus. You. Yeah, that's that, I'm, I'm into that. I'm into that. And now, then, then, then like, your clone, even thinking right. about like what your clone would be think, you know, I think if I were that clone yeah. and I were a, the savior child or whatever you were calling it, I think that would be kind of a cool existence. Like I agree. I'm partially here to help my host, you know, like optimize themselves and then i would then that me would resent me me well then that's how i work that clone could just get another clone we could just keep the cycle going and then that clone is going to try to kill me and put (laughs) and then but then he would get another clone and that it's like a never-ending assassin's game like in college yeah uh all right you know i i i like that i like that idea i like as long as it's not like something they can't live without you know like oh like a like a double lung transplant or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm taking those organs from you. I'm not going to take it from myself, dude. It's right. Team Blair. It's Team Blay versus <laughs> Team RJ. It's not, you know, Team Blay versus yeah. Team Blay. Like I said, the more clones I have, the less bad I feel about the whole thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh... That's it. I'm, you know what? Wow. I'm not even going right. to. Those are. I kind of like those arguments the best. Right. I'm, I think I'm only going to hurt myself with my fifth argument, so I'm not going to say it. All right. Well, I will say this is, I think, the most prepared you've come to yeah. 
a a session in a while. And by the way, appreciate the preparedness and a, a lot of great arguments. So I think we are going to uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with the verdict of whether or not we will be cloning ourselves. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're here with Dr. D, genetics. We just started experts. calling you doctor. I'm sorry. Alex. <laughs> yeah, that's not even her name. Dr. Don't look no. her up at Dr. D. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take it now. Like Dr. D sounds way cooler than everything else <laughs> yeah. I've been using. Like, let's do yeah. it. You could follow her at uh, Alex Danis. So maybe that's what we should. Yeah. Alex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to convince Blay that we should clone ourselves. Um, just real quick. My fifth point that I didn't say <laughs> that, that you I'm are going to say that I'm not really going to argue, but I was going to say was that it would be, it would be a great, uh, comedy partner. You'd have a great, you know, our, our comedy is relatively weak because our chemistry isn't great. But if you had a clone of yourself, your comedy chemistry would be on point. That is your best argument. Now, are we, are we including it or not? Sure. That's your strongest <laughs> argument. I, wow. That might've just tipped the scale. <laughs> Um, all right. So what do you think? All right. So let's, so re, uh, tell me your, tell me the arguments again. You get more done. Get more done. More productive. Better chance of leaving your stamp on the world. Number Legacy, two. Right? Mm-hmm. Number three, what better way to get to know ourselves than to get to know ourselves. Okay. And uh, number four way, is to make a more perfectly healthy, optimized you. Uh, um, and then a okay. great comedy partner. Great comedy partner. I got to say, so here's the thing. So um, there's this game. There's I like video games. There's this great game called Soma. All right. It's a, it's a horror game. Okay. Soma is a game where, and I'm going to spoil it for people who haven't played it. You are, you awaken in a, a research station under the sea. There's been a great calamity across the world. And the only survivors of humanity are in, in this undersea space station. And, the idea, it's all about kind of what we're talking about. It's about identity and about who are we as people, okay? Yeah. And there's a point towards the end of the game where we're, we want to escape, okay, onto this, this arc that's going to be shot out into space. And at this point, we realize we're just a brain scan living in a different body. And so what's going to happen is we're going to have our consciousness transferred to this arc, and then that's going to be shot out to space, and then we're going to live there and blah, 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 things happen and the arc and there the arc gets loaded up it gets shot into space but we're still there we're still trapped under the sea in this dark leaking you know, about to be destroyed thing and the guy's like what 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 happened what happened and she's like well, you're on it we copied you your copy right. is going is saved right and it's super dark yeah. the ending of that game because you you are trapped in this thing with all these monsters. You're still there. Even though there's a copy of you living out in space in this paradise. And it's fucked up. It, it, that met that game messed me up bad. And so when we're talking about clones and yes, we're talking about the DNA, but also the, you know, the brain stuff. And I think when we're really discussing this, we're talking about a carbon copy of ourselves, multiplicity rules, right? Yeah. So the thing is, I think that I have a lot of compassion for myself. I think all of us, Alex, you, RJ, you, anyone listening, obviously we have struggles, especially now during the pandemic. We have day-to-day struggles that we're going through. And so we, 
I mean, we should feel compassion for ourselves if we don't, but we do. And so when we're talking about a clone, things like you'll be more productive, like that is a, I don't like that argument. You would think I would like that argument because I like doing stuff. But in reality, it would be better if we could both just, if I could have my clone just chill out because I want to be nice to myself. I don't want to, as a rule, use myself to, as like fodder f- to enrich Blay number one. You know what I'm saying? Like it, I, if anything, I would want Blay number two to have a better life. Go ahead. What were you saying? I was just going to say, I, I agree. I I see what you're saying, but I think only, yeah. I think both of you, the copy and you would be enriched. I wasn't saying like abuse right. your clone and make them your slave, but I, no. I was, or lock them in a, a room or you know what I mean? Like I, I was just right. saying it would just, they both, it, it's a team. You, you now have a team yeah. to go through life with all the same genetics. No, I know, but I think that's the hard part. So that leads me to my second kind of part of my retort, which is it's not like it would be better if I, this one brain could control two bodies. That would be kind of better, (laughs) you know, like if I could just have like another Blay Husk robot, because as you know, RJ and Alex, I think you've learned over the past hour. I'm the worst. (laughs) I am literally the worst. I am like, like desperate, but fussy. I'm picky (laughs) over weird things. I'm petty. RJ and I I just yell at RJ for no reason. He's like, what's your problem? I'm like, I don't know. You know, I'm the worst person. So like, I don't want to fucking deal with me. I'm the rather have, you'd rather have a robot that's like you. I would rather have an Android. Yes. Like me versus another one of me. Cause I'm the worst. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Now, here's the thing. Comedy partner. I love that. I would love another me to go back and forth with. That would be great. Your, what was your second to last? The stem cell thing? Yeah. Like a, a a bucket? Yeah, sure. Of course. Like Alex, you said, stem cells can regrow, right? So it's like, yeah, if I, you know, maybe we could do something about, you know, this old, you know, turd yeah. between these shoulders. Like something <laughs> like that, you know? Like that would be great. If it's not going to hurt my clone, I would be into that. Yeah. So I got to say, this is a tough one. I'm really on the fence. Really on the fence. This I've been more on the fence now than I have been for many, many episodes. Wow. And I think I'd do it. I think I would do it. I think I You're would take the it? plunge. That's right. I think I wow. would do it. Because here's the thing. I think that at the end of the day, all the arguments you made, while some I think I agree with, some I don't, I think at the end of the day, RJ, I think you cracked it. More of you means kind of you could figure out more cool stuff. Maybe the other me would think of something I'm not going to think of, but since we both think the same way, I think both of our lives would be enriched. So I think I am with you. I think Alex, we should get the crisper going. Fire up the crisper. Fire We're going to do crisper. some biohacking. There's let's cl- everybody gets a clone, baby. 2021 Wait, clones. Alex, can I ask you uh as an actual expert, <clears throat> would you do it? I yeah. wouldn't do it. No, I and he, answer after I made a fool. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think all those points are good for me. It's funny because for something like a creative partner, I want someone different. I want someone who's going to attack it with different ways than I would. Like, uh, I think that that's, that's when most stuff gets done is when you have 
different people working together mm, on problems. And point. so yeah. if I want to get more done, I should just hire an assistant, not get more of me. Like clearly I'm not doing that thing. Well, like I feel like great problems, especially in science are tackled best by diverse teams of like lots of people and lots of minds and tackling it from different That's angles. Really so like, I don't want more of me like, and also the whole identity thing, like, woof like nature versus nurture like i don't think as much as i am a geneticist and i love dna and i want to think about it for the rest of my life i don't think it's what defines me like i think we are more than just our dna and that to me is part of what's so cool about it totally I mean, here's the thing I will say about having a creative partner. When you're a total package like me, I mean, there's no, it's really, you just got it all, you know? So no, just kidding. But no, I, I agree. I, that, that's a really interesting point. And yeah, I think like they say, honestly, like gene pool, right? It's better to have diversity in the mm-hmm. gene pool. That's the same thing with thoughts. Uh, but that being said, I've already made my decision and I yeah. wish that I had asked you first because now I, wish <laughs> I could go back, but well, I will be donating to our charity uh, this week. Yeah, the Honnold Foundation. And because Alex wasn't convinced, uh, as she shouldn't have been, I'm also going to donate uh, to the, the, uh, there we go. the Honnold Foundation. If you this guys want to donate, you can also go to honnoldfoundation.org. This is my job as a professional scientist is to also be a professional buzzkill and just come in at the end and be like, yeah, no. 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 <laughs> oh my Not a buzzkill at all. The voice of reason is what we call mm. it around these parts. That's voice. Right of reason instead of madness uh, like us. Uh, but thank you, Dr. Alex Danis, for joining us. Of course, please check out Dr. Alex on her Instagram at alex.danis and on TikTok, and TikTok at no Alex Danis. That's right, no dot. And of course, you guys can all tune in for new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please rate and review and tell your friends. If there's something you want RJ and I to argue about, please send us an email at hearmeouthearmeout at gmail.com. Thank you to Brett Kushner for producing this podcast, Strange Hotels, the theme song, and we'll see you all next week with or without a clone. Bye. Bye.